Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by BetSperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. It is the Monday after the Masters. <clears throat> it is a Monday that I, I mean, it's, it's, gonna, it's been a tough one today. I'll be perfectly frank. Uh, not only was it a fun weekend, blew it out, blowing off some steam. Uh, way too many sports. <laughs> way a lot, way, a lot happened. Way a lot. too many sports. Way Great too many timing. big events. Great timing by us, because although the maybe the belt events weren't, I mean, and they were minus five hundred favorites, and that's life. But by do, we did the UFC podcast, and we had a we had a tussle. Yeah, like that was the the one the one we talked about the most. That was, I mean, a lot of people were putting it up there like fight of the year. Just I said, you know, it's good. I don't know, I don't watch them all, so I'll take your word for it. But it was very good. Mm -hmm. The Masters, obviously, all is electric. All the NBA stuff coming down to the end of it, where we had a ton of. It's weird. All the seeding and like what's left to seed like the final four in the East. You know, the play in tournaments. Yeah. baseball fight like oh my god the the twitter the twitter sphere just lighting up with baseball touts all of a sudden like, that's it's my favorite it's like the robins aren't what spring you know that's not the harbinger of spring it's the base the new baseball touts like yeah. uh coming out of nowhere <laughs> although i am uh, i bet i bet a few did you bet any baseball today? you know we there's a yeah few our friend who's, our, our friend who's extremely good at it is so you had the I, rockies I, I, I bet his stuff yeah yeah and you have yeah. the Mets right now? Yeah. Uh, and no. you would also uh, have? Braves, Braves, right? The Braves, minus Braves, one and a half, yeah. I believe, we're sitting They've gotten somewhere. out of a couple jams. But yeah, generally, baseball's been a good, solid start to the season. Um, but you know what? You know what compounded the craziness today? So a million fucking sports over the weekend. There was racing oh, yeah. on. There was oh, racing yeah. here in Long Beach. We had the Long yes. Beach Grand Prix. Uh, it was absolutely a super, super fun event. Um the NBA playoffs have now snuck up on us because I really wasn't oh kind of paying attention yesterday to how everything happened. Luka Doncic got hurt. Not sure yeah. if you saw that. Did you see the update? No timetable right now. Not, Not good. good. Not good. Nothing about that is good. Um, I mean, it's good if you have a son's future, but that's about it. Um, it yeah, I mean, it's a, it's it was a crazy weekend. Uh, and to make matters worse, uh, lost a little money on the Masters Calcutta. That happens. Bitcoin just in the absolute tank today, which sucks. People doom and gloom about the market broadly, uh, which is not a great feeling. Um, hate, hate to hate to go through and trying to figuring out settling with Bitcoin this volatile, but it's just settling settling on a day that it drops like eight percent. Oh, that that uh, is. Uh, I do have to call you out on some absolute yeah. um, just hypocrisy at the highest level of your, oh. on your part what which at first i almost called you out for not doing this because you still monday morning had your awesome but I, I must say your awesome little whale masters logo I love oh yeah that. of yeah, all the yeah. whale logos yeah that's one that's the best one yeah. it is probably the yeah. top one it's top two and it isn't two yeah and i said oh you're gonna have to change it and then i seen you change it and again it's a nice picture but your hair is six inches fucking longer than that. Oh yeah, <laughs> you, it's a year ago. You either you either yeah, gotta get a new a new headshot or you gotta cut the hair. 
I mean, it's close. Yeah. It's like it's like a bob, and you're you're like shoulder length. You know what's funny is that I got a haircut last week. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm saying, I, and that that was my follow. -up. I thought you were going into the barbers. I did get. I got a haircut, a layered long, whatever the fuck that means. I got some good tips on how to keep my hair from falling apart, though. So that was good. It was um, fun. I'm yeah. It wasn't the best masters for me. I had Rory to add to my pile of tickets for the last three years of second place to oh, a major rice i just needed like one other nice day to go and it has to drive him nuts that he had that in the bag like oh yeah. I, I can do this i guess yeah Which, no pressure on him he plays differently i i understand surprise, how that works surprise. Stupid brain yeah but uh i'm i'm excited for rbc that's a good tournament this week i'm loving cool. just kind of tracking day baseball yeah. turkish soccer's back right now a couple of people brought up usfl and i wanted to ask you if you had even a modicum of time uh, like have you spent a second looking at that no so I saw, my it, initial I saw it today for the first time that it was a thing my initial thoughts were did did andy just block it out completely like did some subconscious part of me say no because i've been hurt too many times <laughs> by spending like six hours going through rosters and coaches and figuring out who can run a decent offense, putting together a nice future, barely getting anything on it because you can't bet a lot on futures on Surely. these leagues coming out, smelling like roses with the Apollos and the rough roughnecks, and then watching the league fold for financial and or COVID reasons. So I just, I don't yeah. think I could get hurt again, but I do yeah. wonder about some of these, two, you know, these well, first so two, weeks, the first weeks as we go through them, sometimes yeah. these lines are awful wacky. Like we yeah, find out, bad, like, I'm sure. Oh my God. The totals like, were like, the totals were set 10 points high across the board. Yeah. Something okay. like that. Or like, oh, this team has a quarterback who's been playing semi-professionally somewhere. <laughs> and this other team has got a guy that hasn't picked up the football in three years. Um, the, uh, I would say that uh, the general, it does feel like the last two being attempted, the last two spring football professional leagues having been attempted so recently and failing, this is kind of just threw cool, cool water on it for me in terms of even trying to figure out what was going on. Like I kind of just assumed this is going down the same road, but we'll That's see. Where I'm at. Um, and the sports world is so freaking crowded right now. As you mentioned, the UFC fights were great over the weekend. There was incredible racing. There was. Um, uh, there was a bunch of other stuff that happened. The Kentucky Derby preps. Did you see all those yeah. happened on Saturday? Yes. Santa Anita on. Derby went on. Uh, the Bluegrass and Wood Memorial all bang, bang, bang out on the heels of Florida and Arkansas going and Louisiana uh, all going off. Uh, so we have our six. We have our six warm up races for the Derby in the bag. You need to start studying for that now. Prices are going to continue to move. Um, and. Um, I mean, there's even more. I'm forgetting other stuff that happened for sure. But uh, uh, the Masters, I wanted to get some of your thoughts and commentary on. Wasn't it? One, and one quick, one quick final mention me. of the USFL. Yeah, go ahead. And again, I, I might dig in if we get lines up this week, because some, and, you know, sometimes these totals are stupid high for these teams that just haven't put an offense together yet. Sure. And unless they give them a fifth down or there's like wacky Canadian <laughs> rules where they're going to run from 10 yards behind the, the offenses tend to struggle early, I think. So I'm going to look at the totals and look at a little bit. But okay. the only thing I saw all week was they essentially didn't have software set up, but whoever, I think it was Fox bet put it up and they just did like run lines from baseball. 
they put all four games at minus one and a half and just indexed them like minus 175 plus 220 or whatever. So I'm not so sure that's a market I want to be even thinking about until we get somebody putting up some serious lines. Uh, master's questions, though. Yeah. Uh, the app was as good as it ever was. Um, the oh tournament was a little up and down in terms of entertaining um in the pantheon of like masters of my lifetime i would put this one closer to like a four or five out of ten um i'm glad that i'm happy for scotty scheffler it's very cool that he comes in as the newly minted world number one of golf and then immediately wins the number one tournament of of the entire calendar like that's a cool thing that just hasn't happened i think i heard the last time that that happened was like 92 or something that we had a newly minted world number one freddie couples come in and win the masters and so that's cool that there's uh that there's a little bit of a historical connection there um didn't ever really feel like anyone was going to catch scotty after friday afternoon and i don't love it when a tournament feels over after friday afternoon but there's uh, only one kind of person who enjoys that tournament and that's the guy that wins it it's the guy who has the best number on that. Like having Scotty tickets, guy, yeah. it doesn't become that boring. Like <clears throat> I just missed out on some of those early numbers. So. Sure. He was you 40 know, the, to the one people, before the, uh, the people, waste management, right? Yeah. The people that even during waste management, people were popping 35s like that. That makes it a lot less boring. But yeah, in general, it wasn't that great of a tournament. It's fun watching Jordan do Jordan. I will never not enjoy that. I'll bet on the guy too. I don't hate him. I'll bet on him when it's the time is right. But I enjoy watching him, his brain just turn into a pretzel and smoke start coming out of his ears. Yeah. Um, I watched a couple like Billy Horschel, a couple of the people that are just absolute clowns on the, you know, just getting mad at the course. I always like that. Rom, even though Rom isn't like a true hothead asshole, like watching him get mad at putts. Like yeah. it's yeah. it's a difficult, difficult test. Scotty played his ass off. The last hole was kind of funny. Just like, okay, how, how long are we going to do this here? You only got like three more. And just maybe tap it halfway. Zeno zero here. But um, yeah, in general, and not only that, I didn't, I don't know if people go look at my Twitter feed. I was, I was super sick Friday. Oh, like, really? Just mm. Sick as, yeah, I just went black. Like I was done. I didn't watch golf live at all Friday. Watched it all on the replay later on. Like I, I was, which was at that Did point, you get like, the, like a stomach flu. Yeah. I had a oh. weird stomach bug. It was a, it was, I, went a, around. I, th- I, th- I thought the house was, so I woke up in the 2 a.m. on Friday by a smoke alarm in the house, mm-hmm. which good thing. It woke us up. Yeah, no fire, absolutely. no smoke, any, no smoke anywhere. So we just like, is it malfunctioning? Whatever. And then I'm like, oh shit, it's it's carbon monoxide. And then we get a ladder, pull that one down. It's not a carbon alarm, it's just fire. So it's just malfunctioning. I don't know. It's it's five days later. The house still hasn't burnt down, I guess. But so <laughs> then but then yeah, like going back to bed, I'm like, I don't feel good. I woke up feeling way worse. But it was it was kind of a blessing for Saturday and Sunday because I was still kind of shitty, but like I I was good enough to sit and you know drink Gatorade and watch golf for two days. So it was okay. a it was a nice weekend. It wasn't a bad weekend to be bend ridden. Yeah, and I mean the hole in one was awesome. A couple of those hole outs, even even Rory's hole out late, where it just didn't matter. It mattered to him. Like that's that stuff's just awesome to do that sort of thing and uh to close up an awesome round by him. So yeah. I, I'll never yeah. not have fun 
Yeah. Okay. So a couple stories for you. Uh, the Calcutta went not great for us. Ultimately, we were losers, um, which is fine. We're still up on the year, which is enjoyable. But uh, that that kind of you know that kind of threw a little cold water on my enjoyment of the Masters. Certainly, don't want to lose money, but um, it did have some fun cheering for guys to suck, which was good. That's a fun way to watch golf, actually. To cheering for a guy who's in the middle of an implosion to continue imploding. Um, so two of the guys we got in the Calcutta, yeah, Peters, Thomas Peters. Oh. His his round of golf on Friday was so bad. It was so horrific. I couldn't stop watching though. I was like, how's he gonna find a way to put it in the water on this one? And he did, and he did it again and again. And I was like, oh, I was just so delighted watching Peters suck. And he finished the round five strokes worse than the next best guy who was in that side in, in contention for that side yep. pot. This is a ten thousand dollar side pot. <clears throat> like this was like not trivial, like yeah. making back the bid on him. And um, who dicked it, Wolf? What's that? Who 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 won up to him? So he had a five shot lead on Matt Wolf. Yeah. Okay. Matt Wolf was playing par golf on Friday until about the eleventh hole, twelfth hole, somewhere in there. There's a, there's a stretch doubled, in that twelve that's tough. He doubled. He doubled fifteen. He doubled seventeen. It was like, how did you double seventeen? And like, I blinked, and the five stroke lead he had on Wolf was tie. And Wolf was on the 18th hole. Wolf, uh, beautiful drive, beautiful approach, 10 foot putt for Birdie that would have clinched the worst side pot for Peters. And he just ran it by the hole. It was an awful attempt. He, oh, thank God he didn't three putt. We ended yeah. up chopping, <laughs> we ended up chopping, <laughs> chopping the pot as they finished tied for the worst score among the top 50. So, um, that was that was huge. Then uh, a, a more glorious story. Um, we're tracking. We had Kevin Kisner as well, and Kevin Kisner was kind of in contention was that after most two days. Bogies? Was he the most so bogeys? He was kind of in contention after two days, despite having ten bogeys <laughs> through two rounds. He was like hanging in there. And yeah, he had some of, you know, roller like coaster twenty cards. Um, yeah, and uh, by the half by the turn on Sunday, it was clear Kisner was going. He was really, really going to be competing for most bogeys if he just got a couple, and then he gets a couple, and then he is. I think we was on fifteen, and he was tied for most bogeys with Max Homa. And uh, like one over Adam Scott, and it was just like, oh, if he can get one more bogey, like, well, yeah, we won't split the. We always like we're splitting the pot now, but one more, yeah. and we're yeah, we got the whole pot to ourselves. He got two more, didn't he? No, he parred fifteen miraculously, parred sixteen miraculously, parred seventeen miraculously, and we were like, are you kidding me? Like, just one more bogey. I thought he had one more, and then he three putted on the green on uh, on eighteen and <laughs> got us the bogey we needed. He finishes with the most bogeys for the tournament, and that was a nice ten thousand uh, dollar. You know, help kind of uh, save the. Uh, yeah, saved the uh, that. Yeah, this is it's it, it was. Well, no, I, I think yeah. he's asking a question. That's kind of a fun, fun thought exercise for NBA stuff. Yeah, yeah. what's a because and we have it for you know, like everyone has kind of the same stuff for mm -hmm. the March Madness tournament, mm -hmm. where it's like losing by the most amount of points or you yeah, know, losing by Worst. the most amount of points against the spread. Yeah. So, what is it? He, this whole tier is asking, what's a good side pot incentive to take a bad team in an NBA Calcutta? Yeah, hopefully, the NBA Calcutta it. is. A twenty-team Calcutta. 
that's done tonight or tomorrow before the play-in games, that would cool. make it more interesting for sure. Getting a bonus just for like qualifying uh, out of the bottom four teams or something. Yeah, if you're going to do but, an NBA Calcutta, you want to do it today because with the seating question, like the net, like like it's ooh, the, the, like just the market, seating in general. Yeah, the market is pretty sure the Nets <clears> are going to win tomorrow. We'll get to that. But if they somehow lose and the Cavs go in as the seventh seed, the probability that flip that that you know the math for the Celtics is, I lot. mean they they gain like ten percent equity on winning the East if they face the Cavs versus the Nets, uh, which is wild. Um, but that's how you know that's how fragile this stuff is. So there there there's there's uncertainty to to today a good side pot for a bad team maybe getting getting swept largest like, point differential yeah point differential for the series series would be a fun like because if you get swept your point differential could be like minus 50 you know worst it should just be cumulative worst point differential for all of the playoffs maybe maybe so, yeah. point differential for all the playoffs point differential first round and then uh yeah. worst law just worst loss there Maybe worst loss tournament, worst loss first round too. That yeah, would be you, that'd yeah. be some fun ones. Worst worst point differential for the first round, best point differential for the tournament. Yeah, those are all Something good like ones. That. Those are fun. Just yeah, whoever gets the shit beat out of them the worst in all the first round games. Yeah, like that's that's interesting. I think because yeah. it's 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 not on a level playing field. If you are you know you're taking into account some weird yeah you know game that you're punting in the in the second round as you head home with a one one lead or something you know you have one of those games where you steal one on the road and it's clear you're not stealing a second one on the road yeah. and you get to the third quarter and all of a sudden it's like all right how many well, let's rest some guys to get back home and take two more here's this here's a line that i'm struggling to come over the price now like over under one and a half sweeps this year i mean there's not going to be a bunch everybody's kind of got some you know that I presumably, presumably the Suns could Suns? sweep whoever is in the eight, but that team is going to have some life. It's not going to be a pushover. No, presumably, Cleveland, Cleveland, Atlanta, any of those. They Chicago. I think your Bulls are the the biggest likelihood to get swept yeah. at this point. <laughs> the that might be the that might be sure than the Suns versus whomever. I think it might be too. Yeah. Just looking at that price. Well, I mean, what would you make? <clears throat> and I'm sure there's hypotheticals already. What would you price the just the money line series price? Suns hosting Atlanta. Two questions, right? Right. Suns well, aren't no, going to host Atlanta because the Atlanta's in the Eastern Conference. So you, that's you know pretty, I, no, that's no, no, pretty no, unlikely. No, you know what I meant. Um, the, the slumber. No, the sun. Yeah, sun slumber puppies. Let's assume okay. it's Clippers. Okay. Sorry. Let's okay. assume the Clippers, Clippers, Clippers win okay. as a short dog. Timberwolves dispatch Pellies or whoever. Because yeah. I, I think is there there is a like the Clippers and Timberwolves are close. Yeah. But then there's a fair gap between those two and the next two. Like. Yeah, yeah. Either yeah. one okay, of those yeah. teams would be like a six, seven point favorite at home against Spurs or Pelicans, yeah. right? Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sun, yeah, exactly. Suns, if the Suns draw Suns one of those nine or 10 teams, which is unlikely, then the Suns would be 12 point favorites at home, something like my that. Son, the, my money line price, the money line price, the money line price, the money, the money line price uh, for uh, the money line price for the, um, Series would be Suns minus twenty five hundred ish 
maybe three, maybe more. Um, my price for Suns Clippers would be in the minus twenty five hundred range. I think market's going to be closer to like minus nine hundred, uh, something along those lines. How do you think that Tuesday night game and uh, I don't? It's not nice here yet. It's still not fucking spring. And in, in beautiful Minneapolis turns out. Great game. We're just kind of all over the place, but I'm fine with it. Like I'm I don't really, actually really, I'm really, really curious. I think the Timberwolves are going to win pretty convincingly. They can play from ahead, and the Clippers like to start slow because who knows why. Yeah, I don't have a. I don't watch any Clippers games because they're on so late. I just it feels like one of those where, you know, if the Timberwolves just decide the offense works, what else is going to happen? Like, yeah. what are you do you can try to put up 140 against them. I guess yeah. that's yeah. what you need to do. Yeah. So healthy, yeah. As rested, as, yeah. home. As, as long as the as long as the Timberwolves go into that game decide and decide we need to score 140, then I think you're good. Yeah. Don't let him back in. Um, Finch resting on his laurels after a contract extension. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So yeah. What did you decide a, on over one and a half sweeps then? Well, that's where I would price it. Yeah, it's probably a sharp price then. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be close calls all around. Uh, the, I don't know that, yeah, other than the Bulls right now, we don't, we're not looking at any likely sweeps. I can tell you. Yeah, like Philly Toronto is going to be a, a war. Golden State Denver should be good enough where, yeah, yeah I mean, do you want, do you want a final thoughts on the Masters and then talk NBA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh Scott tell tell me about Scotty Scheffler. His his reign as the best golfer in the world will last how long? It might be a while, man. He just he is unbothered by the success. He is unbothered by um, you know, yips, little bumps in the road. This is what we saw from Patrick Reed when he won the Masters. He had some Bumps in the road in that fourth round. He put some tee shots way out in the pine straw. He mm -hmm. had some tough shots to make, and he's just, I mean, he's a different kind of person. Like, he, I don't want to compare. Scotty Scheffler seems like a nice guy. I hate to put him in the same conversation, but, like, that mentality of just, you know, he gave some shots back here and there. And, again, he had a big enough lead where going from, you know, a six-shot lead to a five-shot lead maybe wasn't the biggest of deals, but he just bounces back. Beautiful tee shots, even though like his follow through on some of his swings looks like me out on the driving range. Like where he just twists himself around, can't keep his feet under him. This is the greatest golfer in the world. That's that's the beauty of I think golf. It's not like there's a there's not like a right way. I mean, there's there's plenty of wrong ways to swing a club, but so many different beautiful swings and so many different guys making it work in different ways. Even some people with stupid hip triggers they throw before they hit the ball. And yeah, like he, he looks kind of dumb after he swings sometimes when he falls out of it. And it's still just it's like, oh, just middle of the fairway, 325. Okay. Or his, yeah. his you know, his second shots are just electric. Like if he's gonna if he's gonna hit the piss out of the ball with that amount of confidence and his second shots are working like that, and he just and the putting is fine. I mean, it's a place where if you're if you're rolling and it's pure shit, and you're just gonna roll fine. Yeah. So, I'm I'm fine with him being a a long time fixture at the top, the top of these leaderboards. He's young. He's won four freaking times in two months. You know how much money he just made. Yeah. So part of 
so some of the wins again i'm struggling to come up with a fair on him entirely because and first of all let's shout out our guy calhoun link calhoun oh, who we had come on he was what a weekend he had i feel like he was ropat gang was, before ropat gang was I, and i feel gang. like he, he, every guy he had a great price on was in contention and that was you know he had smith he had he had Kip smith he had some Zalatoris, he had some he had everything that uh you know ultimately guys that were in contention so great job by him um the um the general uh reason i'm struggling because you know, you're right he was unflappable he made some up and downs that were ridiculous like he Always. he got he made some he he made some saved par saves or some saved made some up and downs for birdie on the far fives that were like no one else was doing that this week he was the yeah, only in guy a place where it's very <laughs> difficult to do that sort of thing yeah and i, I talked about it i think i said this on brown bag where it's like all right he won the fun tournament like we've seen some weird winners at places like that and then he won at a hard tournament and then he won in a weird format and now he's won against a super high end field at the hardest damn course like mm-hmm. just like just keeps it's a uh, it's the tennis metaphor he just keeps consolidating his serve yeah. it's like well he he is up a triple break right now and <laughs> i don't see how he i don't see how he messes this up i would love to see him take a good healthy break i don't know if he'll play in the team event i'm not sure if he has a a Zurich team. I'll have to look into that, but yeah, Dan points out in the chat here. It is a weird variety. Phoenix Bay Hill match play in the masters, like just all yeah. over the place, like all kinds of stuff in, in the belt all of a sudden. And last year, again, our guys, Brinson, our guys, Cal, me to a much lesser extent. I didn't have the confidence they had. I like, I said, you know, this kid's going to be good, but these guys were, I mean, they were sure like he's going to be good now. And just a pop like this is wild. I mean, you haven't seen stuff like this. I don't want to ever compare anybody to what Tiger did when he first came on, but like just people that come on and just like start winning in gobs is, is always something that uh, obviously takes a lot of notice. So excited to see him at three more majors this year. And I mean, he's Ryder cup next year. Yeah. A lot of other, a lot of other fun events to watch him. And Dan says he is listed yeah. on the Zurich classic website as playing with ryan palmer hmm, okay well so far i still do feel like there's been a lot of ball bounced his way we'll see if he may you know we'll see if he puts up another major this year or not i don't know that he will but um congratulations for this one this was incredible it was very cool to see him pull it off um before moving on to basketball i will answer signed collectibles question because he's asking the good questions the right like questions um the monte carlo masters the first masters 1000 on clay of the season if you don't count indian wells on clay which you should not because purple clay purple clay um the uh monte carlo masters is going off yeah yeah, the uh quarterfinals look like a collision course between alcaraz and jokovic um Alcaraz is going to be a small dog in that, and he is going to win. I will be blown away if Djokovic gets there. Uh, he has his hands full in his yeah. next match with Fakina. Yeah, and he'll have a tough one uh, in the third round, and he'll have a very tough one on his hands against Alcaraz in the quarterfinals. Um, I'm excited for that. Golf fan is a wild see. card. That's funny. Yeah. 
Well, Goffin is coming in as a title winner. He just won. That's yeah. Mar- Morocco, no, that's right? what I'm saying. He's a, yeah, and, and it's a wild card, but he probably he probably comes out of that section. Oh, this is cool price. That's a fun way to play it. Eliminated in quarters plus two hundred. Alcaraz, if you bet him in that moment, he'll be plus one thirty, one forty. If you any other player against Djokovic is going to be plus nine hundred or something. So, um. Yeah, I think Fakina's only about six. I think to one. basically two to one on that price for Al- Joker to be eliminated in the quarters is uh, plus EV by uh, about fifty cents. Did you get a chance to watch Stanimal? Yeah, I wish he looks won. like he has it. I know. I wish he had like won he needs... though. Well, I like to see him get some more reps. He's not playing enough. He looked tired. Like he yeah, had it. That's what, it's what I mean. He, he had needs it. to get some yeah, reps he needs, before no, he, he gets the rolling get out of the treadmill. Like, he just <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like he's, he's trying got... to play his way into shape. You can't do that if you're losing. <laughs> this is true. This is true. A three set match is probably the best thing for him. But uh, and God knows if he'd have won, who knows what we'd have seen in the next round? Like, just absolutely gas stand. And he's getting up there in age too. But Good point. Yeah. he was. Uh, it was fun watching him play well for part of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, but the whole the the, the whole men's tennis is in such a good place right now this is just, this is going to be a great tournament no uh no no nadal but um everybody else uh who matters but just some of the i mean just some of the court. matchups that you have early on i mean rublev demon hour is a Sick. 16th finals Sick. this isn't even a this is two two rounds ahead of a boss fanini is going to be good yeah. Cam Nori uh, versus Ramos. Ramos is a favorite in that one. Did you watch the Schwartzman video? No. What happened there? <laughs> I'll I'll show you later. Okay. He just he just loses his shit on a on a an official. The the judge comes down to show him a ball mark, and he just starts high voice screaming at him. It's good. <laughs> it's it's very mighty enjoyable. mouse man. Yeah, it's just my favorite part of clay court tennis is just. Two men pointing at the ground and screaming at each other in a foreign language. You're looking at the wrong ball mark, obviously. Yeah, no, that that's not where it hit. That's not touching oh, the line. That's great. Okay, let's get into the NBA a little bit. Let's crack open some thoughts on this play-in and then the playoff field in general. Uh, Andy, uh, where do you want to start? The play-in games that start tomorrow, the seven eights. So, okay, heading to good place, good place. Good ones, two good ones. Target, Target, and Barclays, two brands that are almost the same. Mm-hmm. Um, Clippers, three and a half point dogs. Cavs, eight and a half. Is it a foregone conclusion? That that's the question on the Nets ones. Mm-hmm. How can the Nets screw this up? Well, they're not very good. <laughs> that's that's as a team. I didn't know if you'd team, be that blunt. As a team, they're not very good. Um, and it's not like the Cavaliers are world beaters. Cavaliers have been uh, very lean uh, late in terms of healthy bodies. Uh, and there's just, there's not a lot of experience, obviously, they, because of the young, you know, the nature of their, um, you know, roster is relatively un- inexperienced. Um, but the, uh, the, Jesus Christ. What's going on? Yeah, this might be important. You got two back-to-back calls. Okay, um, but yeah, no, the, you it's not. To, yeah, yeah. You need to talk NBA while you take a phone. Yeah, call. talk a little NBA. Talk. Go, yeah, go there. go for it. This might be an emergency. Yeah, this might be an emergency. Go ahead. Is it work or is it? Is it? Just... No, 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 no. Oh no, gosh. No, no. But no, no ge- general. It's an emergency. Yeah, my yeah. General generally thought no, no. I don't think it's completely a foregone conclusion. In fact, I think uh, Cavs are the right side at eight and a half. But uh, we shall see. 
All right, Drew's going to take a call, and I'm going to – this is uh, – I'm trying to think of the movie where the guy who's clearly not set up to talk about something has to take over. That's kind of what we're looking at here. So Cavs, yeah, eight and a half. I'm not betting either of these. I'm going to – I already told my daughter to wash her sweatshirt, get her Timberwolves gear in. We're going to get some popcorn. We're going to watch the Timberwolves, let her stay up late. Hopefully they win. We can get some tickets to the first series, but I'm never, never hopeful. I've never been, never been uh, sure of a Minnesota victory in any sport ever, even when we're massive favorites going all the way back to me attending the Vikings game uh, against the Bills when Josh Allen was a very young man where they lost by 25 as a 17-point favorite. So anything could happen here. The Timberwolves could absolutely lose. It's a, it's a closely lined game. So obviously, I mean, uh, what's the money line here? Setting at minus 150. So anything goes. I think they get it done against either of the other teams. Again, they should be out. They get an extra day rest. Whoever wins between the Spurs and the... Pelly Pelly Pelicans will have one fewer day's rest. They'll have to head up to Minnesota from, ooh, is it in New Orleans? Punt school might have to help me. Break, break an anchor, man. Patrick nailed it. That's exactly what I was thinking of when they throw it to him. Um, but, yeah, the, it'll be in New Orleans. I think San Antonio's the 10 seed, correct? You got it right. New Orleans is hosting the San Antonio Spurs in absolutely ridiculous fashion. The uh, Lakers play their way out of the plan and this is now uh <laughs> pelicans versus spurs at, again uh you know not a lot of respect for the dog here not exactly sure what new orleans has done to warrant being five point favorites uh spurs relatively full strength um deontay murray is a superstar waiting to happen greg popovich knows how to coach still uh this is a this is a total uh coin flip in fact both in my opinion both the wednesday games ought to be lined closer to a pick em than they are currently aligned. I don't think you know any what? of those teams deserve five-point favorite respect. You know what stinks is when I type in sportsbook, it doesn't go to sportsbook.ag anymore. It goes to sportsbook.fanduel because I use that to look up golf odds. I'm trying to get over there to see what they have on this one. But uh, I think I'm going to bet that then. I think I'm going to I think I'm gonna take the, the Spurs at that price and then hopefully – they don't have to come to Minnesota. Hopefully they have to head out to L.A. as Minnesota gets things done. Twins are winning, though. Look at that. Um, I did want to segue there. You talked Lakers. I don't even really want to get into the bullshit that we had over the last three days with Waj blowing up Vogel's spot. <laughs> like me, they haven't told me shit. Then obviously it's Waj. Like it's yeah, he knows. They did tell him shit. He's gone. Um, possibly moving into another spot. People have already talked about him just going up north. Like, there's an opening just a few hundred miles Sacramento. north. Sacramento. I don't know if that's a fit. Maybe I'll get your take on that after this. But the Russ will uh, the Russ Wilson, the Russ Westbrook comments today are puzzling. I mean, just the, the team construction and then his contribution, his fit was weird anyway. So I don't know why he's speaking out. My main Lakers take was lunchtime today. I finally had some free time because it's not Masters Week. I didn't have to eat while I was working. Started watching the Showtime or the Winning Time show. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Loved it. Way good. Like, John, John C. Riley is murdering 
that it's so good. And it's the little girl from, oh man, everybody's in it. Danny Noonan from Caddyshack is in it. You got the little girl from Field of Dreams. It's like my whole childhood is like in a movie all grown up. And they had a lot of good, a lot of good actors. The guy who plays magic's great. So that is a, that is the high point of the Lakers for sure right now. I'm super excited to keep watching those. And it is funny that they flamed out and especially for had noops had, I can't remember what his biggest number was where for Lakers to miss the playoffs. I feel like it was 15, 18, something stupid like that. Maybe 12, 15 to one. Yeah, 15. I think he had a 15 on that. So really kudos to him for watching that train wreck all year and finally not even having him sweat out. Like, I think he just assumed I'll just have to sweat out a couple of games in the play-in tournament if they play poorly, and maybe I can hedge out a little if I really worry about it. But also Xavier Balthazar, good point. Garth and Wayne's World, that is – that would be the other one when when Garth has to host all by himself. That's fair. I, yeah, I think he did have a 20 to one at some rogue book, but mostly a lot of 15 to ones in the market. Uh, Noops cleaned up on preseason stuff. He had a lot of uh, Memphis overs, Memphis to make the playoffs, Memphis uh, uh, regular season win totals. He had Toronto to make the playoffs to win the division. Uh, Dan made a nice graphic over there. I think the only, <laughs> I hate to most pick on Atlanta, but Atlanta, Atlanta's defense didn't come together this year the way anyone had I mean it wasn't I guess expected to be a defensive juggernaut but Atlanta kind of scuffled didn't quite get there still a team I like really still, just based on uh the just, star power of Trey Young I don't like his haircut but he's awful fun in the playoffs okay I do like a good I like a good villain like when, okay. what he did up in the garden was fun to me Especially just because fuck the Knicks, like, I, <laughs> like that's just that's just fine. Like I, yeah. that, maybe maybe that's I think that's what endeared me to him. I didn't like him at Oklahoma. Yeah. I didn't like I didn't really like him. I respected his game, but the uh, the stuff he did up in the garden that takes balls. It's the garden. I don't care yeah. who you are. You're a young he's been a better pro. He's I'll give him his shine. He's been a better pro than I expected. Um, he's consistently oh, going to be kind of, of in that sort of third tier, uh, all pro sort of you know he'll always kind of be in consideration for all all nba uh third team guard maybe he makes the leap to first team at some point but i don't think you can teach a new you know i don't think you're going to teach that old dog how to play defense anytime soon um and that's really a huge liability in this game like massive in fact it depends like you can only put other certain players on the floor to make up for that you can't have two non-defenders he's got to be the only guy in the same way that like a team like the nets i don't trust entirely because they're almost always going to have one or two non-shooters on the floor and that's the problem um so it's uh you know it's it's he's he demands a certain type of player around him and when he is playing at his best he can elevate that team to be to beat anyone in any given night um i don't think they are good enough as a team on average though to be warranting five points favorite status against the charlotte team that you know they can't defend the rim to save their lives they have no size they have no no center uh they have to play small ball um but it's not like atlanta can really take make them pay for that Atlanta's going to get a lot of easy baskets at the rim in this one, but this is going to be a game that goes 
uh, in, in the, in the lexicon of, um, NBA, Andy's favorite phrase is it's a game of runs. It is a game of runs. This is the game of runs of game of runs. Like there's probably, there are no two. If, if I were to give you a volatility, an in-game volatility score on every team in the NBA of allowing their opponents to go on 15 point runs and going on 15 point runs themselves. These are your top two most volatile in-game teams, and they're playing each other. So this is going to be worth, this one's going to be fireworks for sure. Uh, and uh, I think you take a pre-game pre position on Charlotte with the points, and then you grab Atlanta plus four or whatever it gets to when they're down by 12 at some point in the second half. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm tempted to wait for a lull, see if we can get a total in the 220s. As you get some frantic yeah. playing in the second half. Find oh, yeah. Story. This one's going to have a lot of... Okay, so the if you wanted me to qualify games in game states, Cleveland-Brooklyn has taken a good amount of money to the under. And that is warranted because almost all the game states there, except for Cleveland winning with margin, lend themselves to an under. Okay? The only one that's, that's an over game state is Cleveland beating the bet the the nets soundly which i just don't see happening or it's, it's the le least likely to happen the um charlotte atlanta game that one really screams to a fourth quarter over like the, there's going to be a lot of scoring late in that contest neither of those teams is giving up a, anything both of those teams are playing to get to 141st I think um, that's that's that my one, favorite kind of game. If there's a lull, the scoring is going to go nuclear. And the um, best you want to know the best basketball game I ever went to. What's that? It's a Globetrotters game. That's how all <laughs> basketball should be played. Like they should, we should just all everything should go in all the time. Honestly, they're if you if you've never gone, you should go. That's so fun. They're very good still. They still make a lot of shots. Um, I'm down with that. I'm, I might look for a fourth quarter over a live over in that one. Yeah, just I, it, thinking. It, I'm just because I'm taking so many down, so many dark alleys, and off in so a, many in the blinds here. In the blind about game state, whichever team is losing going into the fourth quarter, if you were to tell me they ultimately, you know, they score forty plus points, not wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't balls off. that balls bo both of them kind of fit that exact D, you know, like that's in their DNA. Sure. So. There'll be um, some big time points in late. Not late not late. NBA playoffs thing, but it gets me thinking. And I don't know that the the actual. Oh, I was going to tie. Court, sorry, let me go, just tie, tie, just, tie go, one go more thought into that because this is a way different thought. Uh, I'm going way off track. I I forgot where I was going with going bringing up the Nets game first. That one's taking money to the under. I agree with the Hornets game is taking money to the under. I think because people are like, oh, it's an it's elimination game. It's going to be. Yeah, it's a lot Changing. of points. No, they're like they're expecting it to slow down and be a grind, and every possession having, uh, you know, all this intensity late. Nah, these teams. Mm -mm. Nah, no, nah. none of them has that kind of. We're gonna grind this game to a halt because every possession is so important late in the contest. The Nets have that kind of in them. The Hornets and the and the uh, uh, and the Hawks do not. Like like the fourth quarter of an All Star game. Where it's just like, oh, they just turned it on here. Oh, now we're suddenly playing. play defense. Oh, so that, and that was my question about Atlanta. Is it an issue with the front court that they can put around him that's fixable? 
or is it just the front court's fine? We just don't have enough depth to constantly be rotating in good defenders to make sure you can play 40 minutes without being a huge liability. Like, well, the players that they have in the front court are good, not great players. Sure. They have lowish ceilings. John Collins, Clint Capella have lowish ceilings. And neither of those guys is making up for the defensive woes of um, of Trey Young. You need a dynamic uh, defender who can play, you know, who can help defend and kind of take roles and responsibility of the best shot creator on the other team themselves. And DeAndre Hunter is the guy that they have that was supposed to fulfill that role. But Hunter's problem is that number one, he hasn't been able to stay healthy, so he hasn't been able to do that. Uh, be that dynamic defender and number two he is a little bit of an offensive liability still none of his offensive game has really come along to the you know to you know that that warrants where he was drafted um so he's somewhat one-dimensional and isn't really giving them anything pop wise offensively like a player like jalen brown would be the absolute ideal perfect fit alongside a Trey Young because he can carry his own offensively and sure. because he does provide that defensive role. Um, well, I'm, I'm just, I'm just looking at like sport track, trying to rebuild this front court. Like what if they just added Middleton Porzingis and like Draymond green next year, just all that. <laughs> I just went off the top of the list for player option. People LeBron's a free agent. I don't know if I'd want him. Long in the two. He probably has a. He probably has a player. Uh, player. He's unrestricted, baby. Is he? Um, So, Middleton has a player option. I wonder if he moves. Yeah, really. Yeah, DeAndre Hunter has not been as good defensively as they had hoped, and he's bringing nothing to the table offensively. So it's just not a perfect, not not as I not as ideal a fit as uh, you need a long tray. But and but but when DeAndre Hunter is not even out there, and they have like Gallinari and Bogdanovich on the floor at the same time, that team is probably zeroth percentile team defense in the NBA. Gallinari free agent after this year. Ooh, okay. He just I saw him on my list too. Okay, interesting, interesting. So of the and again we already mentioned. Let's throw the Nets out. They're a weird team. Who again? We th- well, let's the- assume let's just assume that they're in the seven, and that's let's fine. let's let's assume the Nets are in the seven, and it and it is a a good series of the other three teams that make it in. I want you. Who are your other three teams that are in? Like your your highest likelihood other three. I have it almost. This? I have it almost equal between Cleveland, Charlotte, Atlanta. Uh, my numbers favor Atlanta a little bit over Charlotte, and then there I am a little equal between it. Okay, well, I mean, let's just so use think, all three of them I and stop think, there. Then. I think Atlanta is probably my would be my 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 play there. If you said somebody has to get through, oh, no, 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 I, I don't even. I'm not even talking about betting on who makes it in. I'm talking about if you make all three of those teams fairly equal, say fuck it, we can use all of them. Yeah, any of them, even remote challenge for Miami all, all three of them gentlemen swept okay kind of what I was thought there the seven two could get interesting if the Nets suddenly realize they're a super team that can figure things out although bad matchup because the other team is kind of peaking for the last few months yeah um, Ho- and, and it's a horrible matchup in general let's talk about Celtics Nets for a second yeah so, let's just st- stay in the east you know what else is funny though? <laughs> I was gonna bring this up when you asked me if the Nets had a chance, but then I got distracted. 
I mean, if they uh, well, get like five phone calls. Yeah. The, um, the, the, if the, if there are basketball gods, they are going to want to reward the Celtics in some way for pushing and trying hard oh, and getting the, the, know, the last seed. 70 years of not having any success. <laughs> no, for Just this the, year, the 40 banners they for have, this geez. year and playing their way into the two seed by winning. Right. Yes, I, I guess. Would it not? It, it, they could have done what the Sixers did and play their way into the four. They could have done what the Bucks did and rest everybody on the final game of the season to make sure mm-hmm. they were in the three and t- and get the. You know, you know what the difference between drawing the Bulls around one and drawing the Nets around one is in terms of your ultimate win probability. It's massive, m- 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 massive. Thirty <laughs> percent. It's it's a big swing, and it, it's a net thirty probably because it's probably yeah. yeah. So it's uh yeah it's massive and the if there are basketball guys they may reward them with the Cavs because of that but there probably are not and they probably won't and so it'll be Nets Celtics and Nets Celtics is interesting because the only difference between these two teams playing now and when they played back in March on that really really good Sunday game that the Celtics won by six oh, yeah where the Celtics closed a six point favorite it was basically against this exact team as constituted. The only moving part, really, is that there's no Robert Williams now. And I don't know that Robert Williams is a guy that really makes it or breaks your series against this Nets team. He matters a shit ton round two against the Bucks, But if he doesn't come back for round, you know, the round one series, it doesn't really move the needle a ton for me in their ability to get past the Nets. So the question then is, if the Celtics are six points better than the Nets at home, as currently constituted, how much of a favorite are they going to be for the series? Minus 200? Minus 180. Like, certainly looking at the futures prices right now doesn't reflect the idea that the Celtics would be favored in that series. But I will be blown away if the market doesn't open with them in the minus range. And it's going to be low, particularly compared to my numbers. And against most computer models, almost all these other teams with models out there, see what 538 has them? And, you know, some of the just the generic. I mean, it's, it's it's not anything to believe in necessarily or buy into. They, you know, everybody that is just using a team level top down NBA model has the Celtics as, you know, per, uh, uh, the the team to beat in the Eastern Conference. And, you know, while do I'm you, not do there, you think I'm they don't take, yeah, do you think they don't take path into, um, I mean, I was going to say path or matchup, but the, it's kind of the same thing. Path is matchup because you have to, the, the path, is based uh, or how you value path is based on the matchups along the path. So mm. you think that is missing some context or just weighted lightly? It's just you know, it's just a general like here's a power ranking of these teams, and you know the Celtics are sitting here. Whereas it's like, hey, guess what? They would probably have the Bucks, and that's that's hell on earth for them. And second, you know, just I don't I don't understand why you think. I was about to say, well, you're so damn smart, but why why these models are so high on the Celtics and you're not? Uh, okay, so it's a degree, it's a magnitude. Uh, the, these mark these 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 um these algorithms are completely unhinged from the market. Number one, um, okay, don't don't look it up. What uh you know, but you can look at an odd screen. What are the what is the what is the percent likelihood that the that the five thirty eight Raptor model makes the Celtics winning the Eastern Conference as of today? Oh, I I don't have to look this up, and I've never would look at this the Raptor model. So 
This is a player level model that they're using. Okay. So I'm I'm assuming it's gonna be high because of how we've talked. So like thirty-five percent? Forty-nine percent to win the Eastern <laughs> like Conference. It's like it's a pick'em? Yeah. For the for I the thought I was I, I East, felt bad. The East, I was gonna yeah. stop the not say the five, I was gonna say thirty. Yeah. There's and so many good okay, teams. Hang on, that was their player level raptor. Okay. Now oh, how about their really ELO forecast? That's the team higher. level top down. So it's 60? 67%. So that's wrong. <laughs> it's not right. <laughs> okay. It's definitely not right. So um, the, the part where I'm like, hey, why are you so smart? Well, just because you can tell yeah, that's not I'm like right. a few percent. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a few a few percent over market. This is absolutely outrageously high over market on all this stuff. And I, nobody obviously takes this seriously. I mean, we've made jokes about the 538 model and Eve, the playoffs. It's an annual tradition to post these numbers and be like, what are these guys doing? Oh, yeah, when, when, <laughs> this is yeah, when, not when the, the first Dubs, time. <laughs> when yeah. the Warriors were at the top of their game, they had them at like, what, like 4% to win the title or something. When of course, yeah, of course. Something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, so. yeah. This right. is in the same ballpark. So basically, right, the, look, it's, well, I don't want to I don't want to get too deep into the playoffs, I guess, because we're sitting. Yeah, we've already we're 50 minutes deep. I don't know if I want to get into second and third round matchups. Well, let's answer Josh's question at least. Okay. Uh, market opens Brooklyn above plus 100 in that series, given their likelihood uh, on that. Uh, yeah, they're likely holding that to win the chip. That's the other. That's the other part of the equation. If certain books have massive liabilities on a longer number, we I'm asked gonna... Jay about that last year when we talked, you know, previewed this playoffs, and he told us that they did not take those into account. And I, we've had other bookmakers take tell us that they yeah. are not taking their preseason hold into account. They are literally trying to price series based on they they work forward from game price to series price, not backward from what is our liability look like and so there is going to be there will be massive um uncoupling of well, the, those markets i so there, yeah there's there's three things and the, at this point where we sit on april 11th mm -hmm. you're never going to make all three things married you'll have the game by game mm -hmm. money pot whatever you, you know the tote should we call it tote or are we sure. doing horse racing sure you'll have the series price money and then you'll have all the future book series price money from before. And if you try to adjust your series price stuff based on your liability from before, you're yeah. going to have a hard uncoupling from the game by game stuff. Yes. And yeah. if you, you can't so, do it and, that way, and you, you can't. And, and if, and if, you, and if you leave it this way, you may have an uncoupling from the, the future book stuff. But I think again, and it's been confirmed by all these bookmakers that say this, I think that's the lesser of two evils in this case. And you just, agreed. you book it like that stuff is, and again, and again, it, it's not, it's not the same because there's a lot of money at stake and it's not just, Hey, you know, we should forget about stuff that happened in the past, but it does kind of come down to like sunk costs. You can't change what you did, how you booked your future book for six months. You can't let it affect what you're doing in the, biggest handle month of the year for the nba exactly so i think i think i'm fine with that also in general your futures book has enough margin built into it that it should protect you from that like the series yeah. game stuff you can get armed for sure you can get armed especially if you're taking big old limits on that stuff yeah you when you when more. you have a four percent overround it's a lot easier to yeah. find another book with a, a number that overlaps when yeah. than when you have 30 okay so I would expect that 
in general, the opening price for Celtics, Nets. I think the market's going to come in around minus 140, and I think my fare is going to be closer to minus 180. That's my guess. So I'm probably going to have a bet on the Celtics in Series 1. Now let's talk the strategy a little bit about the Eastern Conference. There are four teams that realistically can win three playoff series and go to the finals, in my opinion. I am excluding Philadelphia from this. I've seen absolutely nothing that tells me Philadelphia is capable of keeping it together and winning three playoff series. The dance. Can, I, tr- can I try to name them? The four. That, yes. Go ahead and name the four. Bucks. Yes. Suns. No, no, no. The, I'm talking about the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, yeah. Four teams. I'm, I'm, I'm down to four Conference. for those. Right? Well, yeah. probably Bucks, Celtics, Bucks, Heat. Celtics, Heat, and Bucks, Celtics, Heat, and and the Nets. I mean, are we, we going to put Nets the Nets chance. there? I guess. I guess they have enough players. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have, they have enough strength. I'm, I'm putting enough at the top. I'm at three and a yeah. half. So four teams, okay. And the math is, and the margins between any of these teams, pretty small. How I rank them, and how you rank them, and how he ranks them, and how she ranks them doesn't really matter because the margins are really narrow between those four teams. So if you want for this thought exercise to just assume each of them has a twenty-five percent chance at the Eastern Conference or a 50-50 chance in any given series you between these me, teams. Will you book me on that for the Bucks? No, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, okay. This is a thought exercise. I, I know. Only. I just only a thought. I was going to say the, the Bucks are favored, right? I haven't. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The the Bucks are less than twenty five percent. Is what I'm saying. Yes. Okay. But but just uh, for not this, by much though. It, it's close. They're close to twenty five, and then everyone else is like four, four, four and a half, somewhere in there. So this is to answer Ryan's specific question. Never liked Philly. Heat love is out of control. I don't. I'm not even saying I love the Heat. This is simply a math example. Okay. The way that the playoffs are situated, if the Nets get the seven, the Nets are going to have to beat all three of those teams to get to the finals. The Celtics are going to have to beat all three of those teams to get to the finals. The Bucks are going to have to beat two of those teams. The Heat only have to play one. It was an absolute perfect, again, assuming that the Nets, hopefully this lives longer than 24 hours, <laughs> but yeah. assuming the Nets win the 7-8, the Heat have avoided all of the other major competition for that series, you know, for that final spot. Now, whereas the Sixers would have yeah. to likely go the weird Toronto series, challenging series be, against Toronto. Yeah, you're going to be shorthanded in Toronto for the yep. stuff we want to. I'm not even getting into that again. And then probably to Miami. Yes. And then it's likely what you know, Celtics or Bucks in the final. One of those teams. Yeah. yeah. So that I mean, that's a that's tough sledding too. Path, Even path, if you throw Raptors alone. out, you have to beat two the two best, likely. Yeah, yeah. The path path alone is so much more favorable for the Heat than any other team in the Eastern Conference. And the currently, the future prices don't reflect that at all. Um, I think, and so basically, I don't even have advice about who to kind of lean into between these teams. Like, it will, like, your best bet is really to bet series by series, game by game, unless you love the Heat, in which case, don't be stupid, just bet the futures and let chaos ensue on the other half of the bracket that heat sun's exact final that's a fun one that's a really fun one um and so yeah i think realistically uh the value in the futures market because of path is on the heat right now but if you don't want to screw around with you know trying to let you know get out of that position down the road 
um, you can bet these teams series by series. You're going to make a much better price than the futures price. And the Heat are, you know, the Nets are the classic example, but the Celtics fall into this as well. Celtics price series against the Heat, small favorites. Celtics price favorite against the Nets, small favorites. Celtics at home against the Bucks, they're going to be dogs in that series price, but it'll be small. Celtics on the road against the Heat, that'll be a pick'em series. Parlaying those three, that will get you a better price on the Celtics than you can get in the futures market as we sit here today. Same goes for the Nets. Um, Same goes for the Bucks. Yeah. If you just parlay the Bucks in the semifinals and the finals, I think you're going to do better than the current price that's up there right now. Yeah, those are tough series against yeah. teams that are not that far or Celtics or their, peer, or yeah. their peer. Yeah. You'd be small um, favorites in those both. Just those because series. I've been I've been bump, bumping around six different sports books as we talk, trying to find props and stuff on this. Uh any do you believe there's any fire behind the smoke of the Nick Nurse to the coat to the coast? I, I he's favored at, you know, I mean, these are small, small limit prop bets. I think it looks like I can bet. $25 on this at Nick Nurse plus 250 but our f- any any yeah. inkling on who grabs that job? You know, our our friend Brett Tholomew nailed it. Nick Nurse's agent wanted a raise. Yeah, I mean it's Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's the Ford versus Ferrari thing where they they sell the Fiat, they just get Ford to come over to bump the price up. Yeah. Uh I think uh <laughs> that's a good comp. Uh I think I mean, our, our other friend Spoon. all weekend. I watched a lot of movies after that. Our, our other friend Spoon is on it. It's probably Doc Rivers. He's probably done in Philly. And I, if they flame out to Toronto, one. yeah, he's. He might be done regardless. Yeah. Um, so. Just such a great facial expression out of that man, though. Yeah. Every every blank stare is such a good gif. Yeah. So anyway, the other problems with Philly, the coach is not going to get you a game seven win. The team is thin behind Embiid. Harden is closer to washed than he is anywhere to the player we saw carry the Rockets to playoff success in any way, shape, or form. And the bench in general is absolute garbage for that Philly team. Like my God, I know the I know that the that the rotation shortens in the playoffs, but not enough to avoid having those players on the floor at some points in time. It's going to be a problem. So. Um, yeah, you know, really, Philly Toronto is going to be a really good series. If the Heat make the finals, just not looking at prop markets anyway, who'd be the likely finals MVP if they win that one? Probably. I mean, you got Bam Bam at 33, Jimmy at like 18, Hero at 25. I don't know if I like um, any of those. Maybe. Um, how many minutes? Kyle is Lowry, probably. Lowry's going to get some love. Lowry's a pretty fucking good player. I don't hate that. Lowry's 40. That's a good that if you think the Heat win, that's a good bet. I mean, Jimmy Butler is gonna have the stats. He's, he's Jimmy Butler gets the counting stats. He gets his. Yeah. Uh he may not be a great pick though in the betting market because of the potential for injury. Or the fact that they just lose 4 2 to the Suns. <laughs> <laughs> that also. And, and, and they just give that it also. to you know, like um, a hobbled Chris Paul. I, I can so. see that. Um, all right, okay. to the to the West. So, so we've established like. Well, real quick, I'll give you serious projection predictions four, on the right, first round good. round one of these. Ready? All right, go ahead. Bucks, excuse, Heat four one over the Hawks. Mm. Celtics four one over the Nets. 
Bucks 4-0 over the Bulls. Sixers 4-2 over the Raptors. Ooh, I have that one going seven. I bet the then, over in that one. Then Raptors 4-3 over the Sixers. It is. Just massive coaching mismatch. Raptors 4-3 over a, the Sixers if it goes seven. Yeah, I have it just going seven. I don't know who. You almost have to bet Raptors in that series now that I think about it. Because if it goes six, it's in Toronto. Well, Noops Noops made a good point. He said, like, he just said, he really, despite how much the 76ers have let him down, and I think he's become quite the realist on this team over the course of the last month. He's like, really don't see them losing the first game. Oh no! I love love the Sixers in Game One. That that's love, what he says. So love, he's like, love, love. he's like, why would I that, bet Toronto that price is four and a half right now? It should be like six. Yeah. Well, that that's what he said. Like he's yeah, like, yeah. I'm gonna bet Toronto to win the series after Game One. Yes. Okay. He's like, or the, yeah. the Brett Brett pointed it out too, and after Noobs brought it up, Brett Brett does a lot of price shopping for us while we're on broad bag bets. But it was the <laughs> uh, the win win game one, lose the series prop at like four and a half, five to one, Ooh. something like that. So those those are some spicy meatballs. And yeah, yeah Holt, Holt just brought it up right now. The uh, win Literally game win one game and one, Toronto, Toronto win series four fifty. That's you you can do it ahead of time if you want, I guess. So yeah. that's a fun one. I I had I had the exact same same uh prediction so okay. i won't bore you with doing mine again so Once, we don't again as th- soon as the raptors get to two wins philly's in deep fucking trouble because i don't think philly's winning six or seven they almost need to get it done in five Embiid's got enough in the tank though to get them i think it's a big to the next round i think all right, Western Conference. Bubble too, and it didn't happen. Suns are very good. Yeah. Um, like I think Grizzlies good. very good. You know who very. thinks so? AD, AD has some big prices on the Grizzlies preseason. Says I'm not a believe. I I missed it. I can't read every golf chat thing, but he's Team Vancouver is what he's calling it. But. <laughs> Um, I have to cheer. Yeah, if the if the Timberwolves win, I have to cheer against the the Grizz for sure. But is that uh, is that a team that could bounce the Suns? You know, I mean, yes, is the answer. They're good enough, but like, there's a cognitive bias for this, I'm sure. But I my numbers might say that the Grizz are the right bet in the Western Conference at the current prices, and I'm still not going to bet them. Because I'm just not gonna, I'm willing to miss out on team makes their first ever completely unprecedented run to glory without having absorbed a few playoff series losses to learn from. Does that make sense? Do you know what I'm trying to describe? I don't know who the fuck Taylor Jenkins is. Taylor Jenkins, the coach yeah. for the Grizzlies? Yeah, I had to look him up just now. <laughs> you, you, you not recognize him? No, I just like I'm not. I've heard the name, but like when I saw the picture, I'm like, I'm not sure I've ever Ooh. watched a Grizzlies game huh? and like seen this guy. I don't know. I wanted an opinion on him, but I didn't know the name of the coach, so I googled him. <laughs> Is this his first NBA head coaching position? Uh, yes, yes. He was a assistant with the assistant Bucks. For the Bucks, yeah. 
and an assistant with Atlanta, and then he was with the Austin Toros. That's a fun little squad. That's uh, the G Spurs League. G League. Um, <laughs> no, so it, I don't. The answer to your question about the Grizzlies, the <laughs> we will accept Rex Chapman jokes. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I, the Grizzlies. What this season was a victory for that franchise, and if you're buying a long-term future on the Grizzlies, there's no price that's correct. Like they're gonna they're gonna be a factor for a title. They may run the West in a couple of years. Wouldn't surprise me. But I just I need to see them go through the struggle of how you adapt to a seven-game playoff series and come out the other side successfully before I believe they can do it against a very tough path uh, in a very, um, you know, on their, in their first ever try. Right. And, th and that's where I was wondering about the series or excuse me, the outright prices for the West. I get why the sun's price is where it is probably honestly a bad price. Like, I don't know. Do you think it's a close to a pick em? Just real yeah. quick snap judgment. Okay. So it's fa It's fairish. If not, maybe even a little short. Yeah. But the fact that the Grizzlies are your third favorite because of, I don't know, probably just the, the experience of the other squad and the fact that the path would be, I mean, your path would be whatever, Minnesota or the Clippers. And then, yeah, then war, you'd go Minnesota, let's just say Minnesota, Golden State, Phoenix. Maybe, yeah. Even if you just, even if it's just like five games, Minnesota's a pain in the ass team to play. Yeah. That's not a great path. They're going to run into they're going to run into challenges that they have to deal with in series one. Presumably, they solve those. They move on to the series two. At that point, you your season is a grand success. Um, you probably lose to the Warriors in the next round, um, assuming Steph Steph is healthy. Assuming Draymond Green is healthy, I think you lose to the Warriors. Um, Warriors. Suns I mean, feels I, I like think this NBA is right finals. though. Like you're right, but this is still the right. If you had to make a play, that's the only one I could click on. So there, there's, there's no there's no way I'm clicking on a team at plus one oh five to win a conference right now. A Golden State with the injury concern, I and again the matchup against Phoenix, whatever. Dallas is thirteen to one. Uh, the Jazz are not in a place. Maybe the Nuggets. The Nuggets or Memphis would be the only things I could possibly click on the, the correct the, the answer is I'm not clicking on any of them. Yeah. There's nothing I want to bet, but I, you know, it would be a fun way to get a big plus money price. Get like sun's playoff losses in the West under three and a half. I could see them drop one game. Well, people, people will hang those. Those will be up yet. I yeah. like those. Like like they'll drop one to one in round two. They'll sweep round one, drop one in round two, and then one or two in the in the Western Conference Finals. They're gonna have the rest advantage and home court, which matters in every series. Are you saying they might rally finals. the valley? Yeah, I do. I think so. I think so. I think they're gonna really rally the valley. We talked play in a little here. Again, same question. Clippers, Wolves, Pelicans, Spurs. Do any of those teams matter? No. With with teams like uh, the Suns, I mean, just just the Suns hanging out, uh, ready to take out one of them. 
Wolves are going to be a tough out. I think you said that correctly. They're streaky. Um, they're healthy. Uh, I don't see why they couldn't take a couple of games. Or they they might put. I could see them pushing Memphis to seven. Honestly, I think that one is a kind of game where you know, kind of series where you get a big, nice price on uh, Minnesota to win a couple of those, or you just bet them series game. series game handicap plus two series and game plus handicap plus two. And, yeah, that, yeah, you're going to get a nice price there. Um, the Warriors are a tough handicap right now because their youth is playing well. Jordan Poole's playing well. Kaminga's playing well. Draymond Green, in my opinion, if he is available, if he is able to bring the level of quality that he had in the fall against the Nuggets, the Nuggets are absolutely in deep trouble. That price I have mispriced. I think the Warriors ought to be bigger favorites, but I'm assuming Curry is available for game one, and there has been no confirmation of that. Have you seen anything on Curry? I'm still looking at more props. What would you what would you price Suns Bucks final? Suns have home court minus 120. Okay. I was gonna say I didn't think it'd be a would it be closer to even against the Heat or maybe a little little maybe 130? Suns Heat. Suns are going to be minus two. Oh, really? Yeah. The the um the anchoring of the Bucks beating the Suns four two last year is going to keep that closer to pick them. Does anything they do in the playoffs matter for that? Like for the Bucks, yeah. Well, I mean, sure. well, I mean the Bucks. I mean, outside of injuries, Bucks struggle to get. They get to the finals. Bug, but, Bucks I mean, it's a limp, bunch of Bucks, sticks and threes. Bucks limp there. Giannis doesn't look anywhere close to where he looked last year. Maybe they get downgraded. Okay. Anything else, the Bucks come out of a very challenging run in the Eastern Conference. They're going to be given a, a very, very decent chance to beat the Suns. Excuse me. But, I mean, the same thing with the Heat. The Heat just truck stick. Jimmy Butler's looking like... You know, God, we could end up with a better price there. I don't know. I just kind of I was looking at a looking at a who wins East or West kind of price to see what you thought of some of that. It's just pick honestly, I honestly I'm going based off memory about way that the series opened last year mm -hmm. and then adding a few cents to the Bucks because they won last year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it was minus 140 plus 120 last year. I'm gonna move it 20 cents closer to the Bucks because they won last year. That's what I'm guessing the market opens. For the Heat, I think you can open it in the range of Lakers Heat from the bubble. If they okay. get there. People are going to believe in, well, good job, Heat. Um, now you get a real test. Are we are we completely throwing that bubble championship out, like you said? I believe you called it the <laughs> clown-ass Mickey Mouse championship. I just saw Ski in the chat, so I threw that in. <laughs> like, I just want to shit on the Lakers one quick time there. I'm kidding. The bubble. I love the bubble season. That was one of my favorite seasons. Like a basketball yeah. all the time, like in the middle of the day. It was great. Yeah. Um, I have ski. Yeah. Ski crowning the Bucks. I'm not crowning the Bucks. I have. I think there are warning signs all around this team. I think the market is way high on them. Like here. Like my general. I had a long conversation about this today with the Bulls series. Like. I want, I'm not betting the Bulls. No, thank you. Like that team is just, they're not, 
here for, to play in the playoffs. And it's, there's, it's not, you know, they're not right right now. This is the bottom half of the NBA team. Um, but so I'm kind of hoping that the Bucks sweep them so that the kind of the misprice and the overrating of the Bucks carries into the next round against the Celtics. Cause uh, if you have the Celtics in a home playoff series against the Bucks and Robert Williams is healthy, the Celtics should be favored and they're going to be dogs. That's my thought. Yeah. Ryan brings up a good point too. I just didn't think the gap was that big. I know, <laughs> I know the futures prices are what they are, but I, I don't know. It's a big gap. Yeah. It's a okay, big gap. And percep- perception, especially the Giannis factor people, a lot, a lot of people still do this and it's He's somewhat fair. Like who's the best player in the series. It's Giannis bucks are going to win. Right. Like that's a, a lot of people play the play the NBA playoff series that way still. Is job better than, uh, I don't know who's our Steph? best player. No, no, I was putting it on the Steph. Timberwolves one. Oh, oh, cat. No, cat and Ja. Who's the better player? Oh, that is a fucking hard one. It's, it's, uh, it's not an apples to oranges thing. There's such difference. Hmm. I was going to go Torian Prince. Uh, He's my favorite guy. I have Cat as better. All right. Ja or D'Angelo Russell. Do we have the three best players I, in that series? Ant, Cat, D'Angelo, Ja. Ja's number, Ja's number two. I'll give it to you. Ant and D'Angelo Russell are, th- are three. JJJ is four. Nas Reed. I had to yeah. pull up a roster just now. All right, anything. <laughs> <laughs> I can never remember. I can never remember the, the, the Timberwolves. Names. The Timberwolves clo- closing five is is good. Like that's a good that's a good five. Um, you have versatility. You have shooting. Vanderbilt's underrated as a power forward, in my opinion. Uh, I have him pretty well. Yeah. No. No real obvious terrible. Like like the Timberwolves are going to be a hard out. They just are. And I think the Timberwolves beat the Clippers pretty soundly, my, my personal opinion. I also think that Kawhi, other predictions to put on the record? Yeah, Kawhi, done for the season. Um, Good. Jazz, probably beat the Mavericks without Luka. That just bums me out. That so is hard. that is a bummer because this, like, was, that was, a- this was a big, important year for the Mavericks to finally win a playoff series. And this is fucking it up. Yeah, that stinks. Don't love it. Just as a yeah, with I don't have much liability on anything. Anything I have liability on, I've added during the show. So I just want to see good playoff. <laughs> I just want to see good playoffs. Well, the last time we did this, one of these, and we were adding all that stuff at the halfway point of the season. We got all that like, heat shit. Yeah, remember heat, for the bubble heat. I you know, and in at the All Star break this year, we I, we we were I was something for the Hawks. Price, you know, Hawks win total was too low. They made that. They coasted to that. Um, there were some Bull, other ones. That Bulls we under really 49 right and a half. That cleared by three and a half. <laughs> the, oh shit. The Bulls were 49 and a half. Don't you remember? You should go, you should go watch that episode should, and find yeah. the spot. Your face when I said that was pretty funny. Like you were surprised. <laughs> so, all right. Well, any, it's tough, else it's tough we... to miss by that much on it when yeah. you know I have that much information about a team. They missed the they missed the uh, the Hawks and the Bulls badly. That's right. Any last thoughts before we start the playing? 
I mean, I, I would, it would be funny and predictable if the Jazz win a playoff series and talk themselves into running this team back after they get swept by the Suns 4 0. <laughs> you know, like that would be funny if they like won a like playoff series win against the Mavericks team without Luka is enough to keep that nucleus to who hates each other together. Um, that would be entertaining for an NBA fan's gambling standpoint. So I would like to see that. I'd like to see uh, one game where Jokic just goes absolutely bananas against the Warriors and wills them to like 138, 136 win in Denver. But that Warriors series is 4-1, in my opinion. That's a very Denver score. Like, it seems like all the old-timey games that had, like, it was it yeah. was the old-school Denver teams from, like, the 80s. Yeah. So, for round one predictions, Suns and four over the Clippers. Uh, I'm going to have Grizzlies over 4-3 over the Timberwolves. Um, that's the most competitive series in round one, I think. Uh, and then uh, Warriors 4-1 over the Nuggets. And uh, Jazz 4-2 over the Mavericks. Final thought. When did they vote on the MVP? Uh, it Ballots were due today. It was due today? Ballots were okay. due today. Every NBA, every, every vote for MVP, DPOY, you name it, is in the books today. When do they announce Price that? Waterhouse Cooper has got all the ballots in their possession. Isn't that the, the advertising firm from Mad Men? Price Waterhouse Cooper. Cooper Draper. Sterling, Sterling, Sterling Cooper, Cooper Draper. Draper Price? Yeah. Yeah, Jokic. Jokic probably won. Um, Jokic won the MVP I as far as I can tell you. We're going to find out. So they. Uh, when do we, we find out? Yeah, when did it We asked somebody about this. They, t- they try to release them during the playoffs now. They did this last year. Um, I don't hate that. Two years ago was the stupid COVID break, and they did the awards in july before the bubble <laughs> do you remember that yeah they truncated the season gave the awards then they started then the you had the eight game season then the bubble playoffs yeah, yeah correct yeah um the year All before that they gave Giannis the mvp in august after this or like it felt like it was the end of june it was the end of june it was way after the finals were over it was awful so well, it's taken him three years to get like the schedule back to where it was yeah yeah this year uh i have heard that they're going to announce them as the playoffs go on and they tend to try to align them with a home playoff game for the winning player. So, like the Nuggets, you probably only got two home playoff games. Heat, They're heat probably going to do it next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Let's just get the Heat one out of the way. Yeah, let's not cash that. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that Tyler Hero six of the year. Anytime they want to announce that, I'm fine. I, I would, I would just like to reinvest Ooh. that money. Yeah, AJ brings up remember betting win totals in the eight game season. Those were hilarious. Those oh, yeah. those caught a lot of steam too. I the mean, Bucks those were, were all over the place. Six and a half. Yeah, I didn't get. I, I, I got a six. I remember feeling blessed about that. Like, <laughs> like this is silly. They, I think they won two. It was not. It close. wasn't close to six. So. <laughs> That's for sure. Memories, memories from the bubble. So, well, I'm jacked now. I'm jacked for the play ins. I'm jacked for the playoff series. Jacked in general. Oh, yeah. We'll have some more. We'll have some more talk. We'll get a good playoff guest. We'll do some more draft talk next week. Maybe I'll look at the USFL. Definitely gonna bet a bunch of uh, RBC Heritage this week. Yeah. And with Definitely. that, I don't know anything else, Drew. Before we call it a night, the Bucks did go two and six, by the way, in the bubble. Yeah, good memory. 
I knew it was two or three. I didn't want to, I didn't have an argument for two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's all good, man. Good shit. Well done. NBA playoffs. Fucking go. My hair's rough. <laughs> Got a good chuckle out of Danis. So you had a stomach flu. Did you make it get down to your goal weight? How long? Oh, God, no. It's still not <laughs> bikini season. Dan and I have been working together probably for a year almost now. Yeah. We still, have, we still haven't nailed, like, Andy stopping talking.